Welcome to You Know Something with Dina. Hey, look, I'm just here to entertain, inform, and keep this crazy train on track. And Tia. Me? Unlock your live wire that is liable to like go. They're like your cool ants. Exactly. You're exactly right. Fun. I I can't believe you even brought that up. That is so fun. Informative. Because it's impossible to dust potpourri. You can. Sometimes serious. Dina, sweet child. Um, I am almost stunned. I mean, I'm being really serious. But most of the time, not so much. A caca. <laughs> I mean, you're caca and you're caca. No. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Okay. Ladies. Let's go. Hello. Hello, Tia. Hey, Dana. How's it today? Okay, that was a weird way to start, but you know, all the things we talk about on podcasts, the beginning is what throws me off. I listen to openings of podcasts and think, oh, that's a good way to do it. And you know what I found? The simplest thing is the best. Just say, hello, welcome. I'm Dina. And I'm Tia. But you answer the phone sometimes as, cello. <laughs> cello. Do you remember cello from uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters? No. That ages us. Well, that's, you know, because they lived underwater or they were... I don't know if they lived underwater, but it was a sea themed. They were shells and stuff, so that's no. I never saw that. Wow. Yeah. So today, uh, you know, we like to start out with giggles and gratitude, our segment. And I don't always have a giggle or a giggle I can remember. Mm -hmm. I know I giggle all the time, but try to specifically remember what makes me giggle. Mm -hmm. And gratitude, you kind of have to find the gratitude because they. Good things happen to us all the time, but you only notice the bad things. Like you only notice the dirty sinks in the dish in the sink, not well, when the sink is empty and clean and people put things away. So I struggle with uh, the gratitude part where I have to sit and think about it. You remember years ago when Oprah was still on, she would say you should be able to write down in your gratitude journal mm-hmm. five things every day that you're grateful for. And that's a a lot, <laughs> you know, unless you repeat yourself. See, I'm completely different. I just think that the giggles, although I giggle all the time about something, I just forget about what I giggled about. But my gratitude is of abundance. Oh, that's great. Literally. That's something to be grateful for. Yes. That you're full of gratitude. (laughs) there you have it. (laughs) There you go. So would you want to start with a giggle or a gratitude? Yes, I want to start with a giggle, which is almost embarrassing. Oh, good. I love those. Okay. Well, of course you do. All right, so I was kind of cleaning the house the other day, and um, so after I change sheets and everything, I like to Febreze them and, you know, make them smell good and everything, and then my hair kept getting on my face, and I thought, well, crap, I'm just going to just go in here and spray it. Well, I put the can of Febreze down, got the can of hairspray, and ended up using the Febreze. (laughs) My hair smelled wonderful. (laughs) Except that all it did was make it really wet, which was even 
more bangs in my face. No. So, yep, there's my <laughs> giggle. <laughs> Did it hurt your eyes? Did it tingle? Well, no, I sprayed it like on my bangs just to keep them out of my eyes. Yeah. And so, luckily, uh, I didn't give it a chance to drip off my forehead <laughs> into my eyes, but it was wet. And so, I just said, I don't care. And so, I just kind of clipped it back. So, so did your hair smell like a tropical breeze? Oh, what? yes, it did. <laughs> All day long. Well, that's a good thing. That's something to be grateful for. Well, but I had to wash my hair afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I love it. I love it. I've done that before where I pick up the wrong thing, and some sometimes it's very uh, serious consequences, not funny consequences. Uh, really? <laughs> we're not going to mention some of those. Yeah, some of them. Some are very no. painful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good giggle. I, I guess the only thing I could contribute as far as giggle goes is I discovered a podcast called Fly on the Wall, and it's Dana Carvey and David Spade. Oh, wow. You remember both of yes. them? Yes. Saturday Night Live. And they're apparently friends in real life. And they've come together and they reminisce about Saturday Night Live and how things work there and, and behind the scenes stories. And then they have guests of former Saturday Night Live members. Oh, and they, wow. I love to just eat. That's why it's called Fly on the Wall because you just eavesdrop kind of feeling, hearing about the behind the scenes things. And But they're just so funny. I mean, they just throw away funny lines one over the other after the other after that. I've always been a fan of. Of both of them. Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, they're hysterical, period. Yeah. So I recommend that podcast. And they've kind of gotten to where they have veered off of Saturday Night Live guest themes, and they just have funny people on, and it's, um, they're really good conversationalists. But they're just funny, period. They are. Yeah. They are. You know, think about all the characters they do, but I'm really enjoying that. And that's called Fly on the Wall. And what about a gratitude? Huge gratitude happened last night. Okay. Um, my friend Sarah who you met um, when we were doing the half marathon. Mm-hmm. And she was so kind as to get my husband and his very best friend, Craig, tickets to go see a UT baseball game. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, here's where the huge gratitude comes in. Because Craig has recently been diagnosed with... ALS and not good and uh, so the tickets that my friend Sarah was so kind to give them was in the MVP section wow okay so I get a text from my husband and he said seriously we're having prime rib (laughs) like everything you could imagine like prime at ice cream like that you could pick different types of ice cream like an ice cream bar yeah oh my god thank you that's the word i was looking for (laughs) and of course you know with craig having difficulty walking with a cane they literally had a place right there no steps nothing a bathroom so he didn't have to walk to the Mm restaurant you know you have to go to the concession stand you have to go to the restroom Mm -hmm. whatever they had the time of their lives. And so I actually called Sarah last night, having no idea that she was at dinner with some of her friends, and I was squalling. I mean, completely squalling. And she goes, hey, look, um, I'm at dinner with my friends, and I am so tickled that Greg and Craig are having a good time, but 
you're going to make me cry, and you're going to ruin my night, so i got to go. <laughs> and I just was so thankful Aww. and grateful for that. What a special memory for for both of them, but especially both for Craig. And, and we're always praying for Craig and his wife, Becky, and their beautiful family. Absolutely. Yeah, because m- miracles do happen. Yes, miracles do happen. Yes. I am grateful, and after you said that story, I feel like an idiot, but that's nothing new about my reason to be grateful. But I happened to have a dream last night that I don't know the circumstances. I just know, consciously knew that I had murdered someone. What? (laughs) And I was running from the police. (laughs) Oh, wow. And when I woke up, I was so grateful that I had not murdered someone. Dina, (laughs) ah, now have a second gratitude. <laughs> I am so grateful you didn't murder someone too. <laughs> that is. Have you never had a dream like that before, where you're just did I kill that? somebody? Yeah. No. Okay. Me either. <laughs> well, <laughs> yay was your first one. I'm tickled for that. No, I think it's because I've been following court cases on court TV and Law and Crime Channel. I think it's called with my mom. My mom loves to watch real right. live court trials. You know, we've had all these horrible murders that have been being followed on television. And they both, two of the trials we've been following were concluded yesterday. Right. And I always feel, you know, I find them interesting. They're kind of background noise when my mom's watching them because I live with my mother. And, but then when you get to the verdict part, you know, you get... It's well, wait a minute. She just said, I live with my mother. What she does is she's an extremely wonderful daughter that lives with her mom and helps her mom like with like meals and anything that her mom needs so that's actually the truth about her living with her mom (laughs) it's true but i also have free room and board and meals (laughs) which has been very helpful so it's a mutual uh relationship absolutely helps us both and your mom is stinking funny she is i mean she's really funny yeah yeah very fun she plays video games we watch movies together and she's got a great sense of humor and we we enjoy each other especially now that my dad's gone it's you know us girls and right we're good support for each other so when these court cases ended, I think that was just in my brain that, you know, I get all excited about the verdict and I'm, usually I feel that they're guilty, you know, nine times out of 10. It's pretty obvious to Way me. Way to have that positive attitude there, <laughs> darling. You know, it's pretty obvious that they are. <laughs> it's pretty obvious that they're guilty with all this mounting evidence that we've seen. And so I'm, I want the guilty verdict. Right. You know, like I say, nine times out of 10. And then it happens. And then there's kind of a sadness, you know, it's like nobody wins in these situations that because if it's if it's not true they didn't do it and they're going to jail wrongly and if it is true then they did this horrible thing right i only know one of the two that you're talking about and i honestly um think that she needs to probably rot in jail yeah just say hopefully hopefully she will yeah (laughs) exactly knows who we're talking about but yeah it's just horrible to believe that somebody can do the things that they do you know I can't believe that people can be that evil and live with themselves. I don't it's, get it. It's crazy. But I was so relieved that I was not actually running from the cops. So it's actually a good Well, baby, feeling. I am so happy you did not, <laughs> A, commit a murder, and B, you woke up and then True, realized you didn't commit a murder. Yeah, then I'm not on the And run. I mean, so, I mean, well, there's some big woo-hoo <laughs> exactly, right there. Exactly. 
All right, now we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with our topic of the day. Hey Tia, you're a pet person. Absolutely I am. How many pets would you say you've had over your lifetime? Entirely too many to mention. <laughs> and I bet you bought your share of collars and leashes and harnesses. Oh wow, have I. I recently purchased the cutest little cheetah print bow tie collars with harnesses to match from packleashes.com. Everyone at the dog park goes crazy over them. <laughs> And we're proud to represent PackLeashes.com here on the podcast because they have high-quality, long-lasting collars, leashes, harnesses, toys. Every time you purchase from them, Tia, they donate two meals to hungry shelter animals. That's impressive. It is. You're giving back by buying. And they also have a 30-day, 100% satisfaction guarantee. And for any order over $60, you get free shipping. And with our code DNT20, you too will get 20% off your purchase. That's right, it's D as in Dina, A-N-D, T as in Tia, 2-O for 20%, D-N-T-20. Now Tia, you said you had too many pets to mention, but could you mention them? Can you remember all the names of your pets? I'll try. Benji, uh, Bentley, Beckham, Bristow, Rosie, Boz, Bobo, Biff, Bogey, and Blackie, and Brownie, Boudreaux, Buddy, and Bernie, and Moochie, and Boz, and Brittany, and Ben, and Francis, and Osa, and Cole, and Christmas. Welcome back. So today, Tia, this is our topic. Oh boy, can't <laughs> wait. We're going to be discussing pet peeves. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have a lot. I don't know if you do, but I do. I'm OCD. Dina, oh, so seriously. Everything gets on your nerves then, right? Not on my nerves. It's just like, <laughs> why do you do that? Why would you do that? Okay, just in case somebody doesn't know, and I'm sure everybody does, a pet peeve is where someone else's action or behavior annoys you. Right. And it's called pet because it's not like a big serious, I'm going to kick your butt kind of thing that someone does that needs action it's just mm-hmm. it makes you cringe it mm, makes you a little stressed so. makes you grind your teeth yeah which could be a pet peeve and then bite the insides of your mouth until it bleeds <laughs> uh, yeah i know <laughs> i promise all right so you know it's kind of funny when i was a little girl my sister's four years older than me i don't think she mind me saying that and she came home from school one day and she said our project today was to come up with a pet peeve and present it what our pet peeve is and why uh, at school at school wow and I can't remember what hers was but she said that a guy had gotten up and he had a stuffed animal on a leash and that was his pet named peeve so he did this whole presentation about that this was his pet named peeve and I think he got a good grade because because of creativity no that's creative all right it is a creative i mean i would have never thought about putting a stuffed animal on a leash and saying this is my pet peeve so that would be a good name for a dog right peeve Peeve. no (laughs) so they just every time i hear the phrase pet peeve i think of the little stuffed animal that he made so i thought today rather than us say what our pet peeves are 
we would just do like a um, list of the most common pet peeves and give our thoughts on whether they bother us that that's one of our pet peeves and also are we guilty you know we could be Ooh. very annoying and we don't realize it oh no i know i'm annoying <laughs> hopefully we'll still be friends when this is over <laughs> right, you know something and i can't promise you at this point in time that i'm not going to say some of mine well that's fine I, okay. we'll, we'll probably cover it but i don't know since you're ocd you may have some really out there ones i do <laughs> actually i can't wait to hear them all right but these first few involved dinner table etiquette mm-hmm. so let's just say that you're not married mm-hmm. you are on a dating app and you have a date set up with a guy mm-hmm. i know this requires a lot of stretching your imagination oh no not at all <laughs> so you're you're gonna have uh dinner together or lunch, let's say lunch together okay and you sit down at the table he's hot you're like mm-hmm. this is good this Yum. is good he seems very nice intelligent and then he starts chewing, <clears throat> and it's loud chewing. Is that a deal breaker? If it's with your mouth open, total deal breaker. <laughs> I can't really? stand it. I can't even stand to hear somebody chew. Like, no. See, I told you I couldn't have it. <laughs> I really can't well, have I mean, it. You're being honest. Okay, but when my husband eats cereal in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting on the sofa, and he's in the kitchen, and I can eat, hear him eat <laughs> Cheerios, and it sounds like a horse <laughs> chomping on goats. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Did you mean? <laughs> did you mean a horse chomping on oats? Because you said Chew- goats. <laughs> oats. <laughs> oats. No. <laughs> Not a horse chopping on goats would be really loud. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, that's funny. Well, that's another one. Let's see. Um, Yeah, talking with your mouth full, which kind of goes together, I guess, with the. I don't want a seafood. Dinner. If you want seafood, you order I shrimp, have right? no desire to have a seafood dinner. I don't want to see your food, nor do I want to see anybody else's food while it's in their mouth. Okay. Period. Okay. So that's loud chewing, talking with your mouth full. What about burping? <sighs> okay, that's that's just. That's just a bodily function. Yeah. But if you just go, hey, I'm going to let her go, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's rude. Yeah. So just I mean, quiet. You, yeah. I mean, you might want to put your hand over your mouth or whatever and just kind of, but, you know, <laughs> burps can actually smell not real pretty. <laughs> so, I mean, I would definitely put my hand over my mouth because, hmm. So just you know, especially old... if there's like garlic oh, or yeah. something, you don't want to go just go mm, and then blow it in somebody else's face. True. Right. right. So one of those big old beer burps That's on a first date. Now, what about once you're married? Is burp let it disgusting. out? Disgusting. It? It's still disgusting. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. What about this? Let's change the scenario and say you're meeting a girlfriend. Okay. For lunch. And you've actually, you've been friends for years. You haven't seen each other in a while. So you haven't had lunch together lately. Now they bring your food. You sit down and she reaches over and takes a French fry off your plate while y'all are talking and eats it. Is that a pet peeve? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Are you being for real? Yeah. Okay. If I offer, so would you like some of this? Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you know, I kind of move my plate over, and somebody takes it. Yeah, that's that's cool. But what if they don't ask? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even let my husband take things off my plate okay. unless I offer it. All right. I just think that's not right. But how would you react? Would you like stab him with a fork or would you? Well, no, I would go, seriously? <laughs> Did you just take one of my french fries? Especially if I was really hungry, man. <laughs> if I was really hungry, I'd be like, no, you're not. Oh, no, you just did not. so generous. I just feel like that that wouldn't be a problem for you. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that to you. I don't think I have. You've never taken anything off my plate (laughs) because I don't eat grass. (laughs) I mean, you eat everything that's, like, in the wild. And I eat everything that's fried. (laughs) Well, that keeps my food safe, I guess. Because you don't like the rabbit food. Yeah. I mean, exactly. (laughs) It keeps your food really safe. (laughs) Off the subject of food okay and i may i may be guilty of this i think i may be Uh-oh. you can be honest with me all right okay i always am interrupting <laughs> because people people let me let me defend myself <laughs> people will interpret that that you're not listening to what they're saying or you don't care what they have to say I get enthusiastic when someone tells me something that I identify with. Mm-hmm. Like they're telling me, you know, one time I went to the Kentucky Derby, and, the, and I might say, I went to the Kentucky Derby, too. Oh, I've never been to the Kentucky Derby. That's just an example I'm using. It's awesome. <laughs> is it awesome? Yes, it is. So it's not, I'm just excited that we have this common thing. But right. I find myself doing that, interrupting. Or let's say... Some, you're tell, I know I do this way. You're telling me something, and I see we're riding along, and I see something that reminds me of something I really mm-hmm. want to tell you. Hold on just a second. Don't forget, but I need to tell you this because I'm afraid I'm going to forget. Now, how do you take both of those scenarios? Do they bother you? Okay. Um, <laughs> Honestly, this is I honest space. I am a huge person of... If I think of something, I'm going to have to say it or I promise you I'm going to forget it. No, I mean, I can't even go back to it. I'm going to forget it. Now, as far as us talking and when you interrupt me when I'm telling you a story, it's always has something to do with something I'm actually saying. Okay. And and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry for interrupting, but duh. Whatever duh may be, mm-hmm. I am extremely appreciative of you interrupting me because what you say always has something to do and it pertains to what I'm talking about. Okay. And you, I think that you offer me a wealth of knowledge when you... When you do those things, because you're a really good listener, I think. Oh, thank you. But when you do interrupt, I mean, I know that whatever's going to come out of your mouth is going to be yummy. And it's kind of like with a few of my other friends. If they interrupt me, I know, you know what? Mm, I'm not going to take it like, really? You didn't let me even finish. Because I know that what they're going to say is to, to value to me. 
That's right. how I see it. Right. So if somebody just interrupts you and says, oh, you know, the other day I was so-and-so, so-and-so, with, before you've even finished, that's insulting to me. And I had that happen to me. No, that is. I mean, if it, if it has nothing to do with what I was talking about yeah. or anything, and you just completely change the subject, yeah, I think that's rude. Yeah. You're obviously not interested in what I have to say. Right. So. This is a big one, and we've never done this together before that I can remember, but talking during a movie. <clears throat> this is one of my top, top pet Oh, pays. my gosh. And you don't even have to be at a movie. It could be in a living room watching something. You know, when you're in your living room watching something, you have the luxury of pausing, you know? Exactly. Right. Oh, oh this scene makes me remember. I, mm-hmm. I kind of love that. I love being able to stop and... What do you think about that? Or what did they say? Or does that mean he's dead? You know, I mm-hmm. love that conversation. I don't go to movies very often anymore. Just I reserve it for like a big blockbuster that would be visually. But I have gone to a movie for the first time with a friend and discover, uh-oh, they're a talker. You know, they'll talk, they're talking through the trailers, which that's okay. Just keep it down where you're not annoying other people. But I'm thinking, is this... A precursor to what it's going to be like for two hours. And I've had that happen, and it is a nightmare for me. So what I'll do when it starts, and they'll be like, oh, the other day I was over at the mall while the movie's going at that tone of voice. What? Yes, and I'm just sinking down in my seat thinking, oh, Lord, help me. So I'll go back and say, oh, yeah, I've heard of that store. I want to try it. You know, I think maybe if I whisper, they'll whisper, and then I turn my head back to the movie. But it, I went through a whole movie with, I won't say their name, like that. And it was a miserable nightmare, you know, because I was worried about me missing something, but even more worried about all the people around us. So I can tell a look on your face. We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I haven't been to a movie in quite some time, okay. but I would have to go. Seriously? <laughs> to the you need with? to mm, <laughs> zip it. <laughs> No more talking during the movie. Okay, because I have a friend, Kim, Mm -hmm. that when she comes over and we watch a television show together, she talks all the way through. And I'm like, (laughs) I have to. No, wait a minute. I don't care. She knows it. I have to pause it. And I'm like, you do realize that I cannot hear you talk and hear the television at the same time. So, you're either going to have to say, pause it, or just don't talk. And that's just what I do. Yeah. And you know what? She giggles about it. She totally giggles about it. Yeah. Because she knows she does that. Yeah. So. I think that's a form of um, attention deficit, you know, extreme form of that. Or you're just not interested in the movie. No, she's really interested in it. Okay. She just likes to go, oh, well, d- you know. Don't you think that maybe they should do what I'm like? I want to touch it. All right. This, uh, no, this is hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> this one is a, a bone of contention with me and you. I know it is. Me but. to you? <laughs> yeah. Both, both mutually uh, annoying okay. of each other. All right. People who walk slow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't. Stand it. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like you would fall over if you slowed down and walked the pace that I walk? No. I mean, <laughs> Dina, the thing of it is, is, I mean, you don't walk 
slow. It's not like you're just lollygagging. Especially like if we're just doing walks now that well, here's what we're I'm not talking practice. about just actually getting out of the car and going into a store. No. You No, I run. I'm still unbuckling my seatbelt and you're going holding the front door for me. <laughs> I know, but I'm just fat. I mean, I don't even my husband gets on me. He's like, are we in a race to get into this restaurant? No. And I don't even realize I do it. It's just that I am a very fast walker. And I do that not even thinking. And again, we're going to bring up little Kim. Bless her heart. She might not speak to me after this. But that's beside the point. We were decorating her she wanted her bedroom to be, um, I forgot what she called it, but it was like calming, you know, just like a good place to be. And mm-hmm. so she told me all of her colors she wanted. And I, so I was thinking, I'm going to hit every single place that I know that would might have stuff. And so she went in two places with me. After that, the other six, she sat in the car <laughs> because she was like, you just run and go do it, cause God only knows I'm gonna. I can't keep up with you, Tia. Just going if it's good, I'll I'll pay for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's and a little like too, so her little legs can't keep up. With I know, but little. she's so stinking athletic. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, she could stinking outrun me like in a softball game or <laughs> something like that. You know, doing bases. Yeah. I mean, could <laughs> don't fast walk bases. Could it be that? She thought it would be a nice, enjoyable afternoon to go with you and look at things, to shop and look at things, whereas you're taking it as an assignment, a goal, a project. we got to go do this. I, I mean, what is going through your mind when, like we did that, we were looking uh, a stool for me for my vanity, mm-hmm. and we covered a lot of stores in a short yes, amount of time. It's very efficient. It's very effective, and I am very slow. But do you not think of that? Do you think of... It's not the destination, it's the journey. I think you're, you think of it's the destination. Let's get through this journey as quick as possible. Is that well, what you feel about everything? Not everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to stop and enjoy things. But when I'm on a, if, especially if it's a project. So it's a mission. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm going to rock it. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to get it. I, you know, let's go here to get this. Let's go here to get that. But that's all I want to do. I mean, I don't want to just lollygag. And I am not. Never will be. Like one of those window shoppers. Okay. That just like kind of lollygagging. Oh, isn't that pretty? I'm like, <sighs> okay, here's a prime example of a movie, and I don't remember, but who was it? Was it Chevy Chase that went to the Grand Canyon? And he went, okay, I've seen it. (laughs) Okay, didn't stand, take it in. Like, oh, wow, this is, like, huge. This is monstrous. This is yummy. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) the word is. I don't care. Anyway. I love it. Uh, duh. But, I mean, you know, people just sit and just, like, gaze at something <laughs> like, oh, this is so breathtaking. And I'm like, yep, seen it. Let's go. What's the next thing? Right. Yeah. What's the next thing? Yeah. That 
That's what right. is the next thing? Which I think is a blessing and a curse. I think it's a blessing because you get stuff done. You bought a new house. You had it decorated. And what seemed like no time to me. Of course, during I COVID. During COVID, yeah. Just from top to bottom, every room where it would take, it would take me years to think, well, I'll find that perfect piece one day when I'm out shopping, window shopping, like you say, but you mm-hmm. get it done. There's the blessing. You get stuff done. I you make the most of your day. done, but sometimes I don't take time. Yeah. To enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. Stop and, and smell the roses and enjoy the experience. It, yes. And I smell roses. But it's like, <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Got it. Smells good. Okay. <laughs> Yummy. Okay. Yeah, I think that's just something you and I, we just put up with each other. It's Or maybe we compliment each other. Maybe you help me get things done and I hope you slow down and yes. enjoy it. So we make a good pair, I think. Okay. Uh, when you're, and I do this too, and a lot of the times it's it's a necessary thing, but I can do, I think women are blessed with being able to do two things at once. Multitasking. Yeah, multitasking. Yeah. Where And this is being stereotypical and generalizing, but for the most part, men are not able to do two things at once. They really have to focus and finish what they're doing. And, mm. and the, the pet peeve is staring at your phone while someone else is speaking to you. I can, you could be telling me a story and I can look down at my phone because I hear a buzz and I can hear what you're saying and I can look and think, I don't need to answer that. Mm-hmm. Or I'll check on my mom, got a little mm-hmm. camera on her, or an email will come in or I'll think, oh, I want to shut that app down. That's going to be making noise. Do you find that insulting when I do that? Mm, I don't you. Okay. Um, because I know you're listening to what I'm saying, but in general, I do not. My husband is, ugh. I mean, I'll just, I'll just shut up. I just, well, I'll just quit talking. He's like, what? Go ahead. And I'm like, mm, no, because I do think that we are more apt to stare at our phones than we are to look the person in the eye. Right. If somebody's looking at me in the eye, I know they're listening. I know they're hearing. Whatever's going on in their head, they may be like, this is the most boring conversation <laughs> I've ever had in my life. I just would like rather chew on glass than have this conversation. But at least you're looking at me, you know? And that's what I think that we miss a whole lot mm-hmm. in the world. I love eye contact because I just think that somebody knows exactly what you're saying and exactly what you're feeling because you can see it all over somebody's face. Yeah. yeah. So you kind like of feel disrespected when they're not looking at you. When I'm not I do kind of think it's a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, if you're checking on your mom, if I'm checking on my pets or whatever, and if that's something, if a, a ding like comes in and you're like, oh, wait, let me make sure my babies are okay, my dogs, mm-hmm. what are people that have children mm-hmm. or you're checking on your mom or whatever, you know, I don't think that's rude. Yeah. That's just, of this, you have to, Yeah. you know, I, think I don't think that's rude. It. If you don't know somebody very well and you're talking with them, that you need to say, wait, just one second, I need to look at this, or keep going, I'm listening, but let me make sure this isn't somebody I'm expecting to hear from. Exactly. Take two seconds to explain right. what you're doing. What if a family member calls, and it's, you know, yeah. it's of utter importance that you, mm-hmm. like, respond? I've actually had a, I'm not going to say a friend, because obviously she was an acquaintance, but 
she was angry at me because I took time to take a phone call from my aunt that told me my other aunt was in the process of passing away. So, you know something? Sometimes you have to take calls, take or look at text messages because that's how we communicate. Right. I mean, you, we, we don't wait anymore until we get home, <laughs> listen to an answer machine, or just hope they call back. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. I think you can, both both people can be reasonable on both sides. I think generally as a rule, if you're getting together with a group of people and going out to eat, everybody should just turn their phones down, you know, face down on the table. Yeah, just or face, put them away. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, put them away. Okay, this one, mm, clipping your nails in public. Let's say on an airplane. Wait, what the what? Have you never seen anybody do that? No. <laughs> and I hope I never do. I mean, you could put somebody's eye out. No, yeah. that's just wrong. <laughs> you do that in the privacy of your own home, like in the bathroom, and then my husband and I should put the pig. Oh, yeah, I love him. <laughs> God loves him. I love him. But I just say, please put a napkin or a paper towel when you're clipping your toe uh, nails or your fingernails. And just, like, let them fall. And then get them all up and then throw them away. Right. Don't just let them fling in the den or wherever he may. And so now he's like, punkin', I'm going to go out here and look clip my nails okay rock on okay it's 30 degrees outside but that's fine <laughs> just rock on i don't care go outside and clip your toenails. <laughs> i bet the neighbors love that toenail day you know, it's funny i'm guilty of i'm guilty of doing this not in public but in my room i'll like snag a nail or something and i don't have on nails uh, you know i have my natural nails are very short but and i'll just clip 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 and just let them fly where they may because I figure I'll vacuum them up if they're on the floor. It doesn't bother me for them, for them to go different directions. And that's not right. I know it's not right. <laughs> it's not right. That look on your <laughs> This is the point of the podcast that you really wish that we were like you could see us and we were on video because if y'all could see my face when she just said that I was like what the what? no way do you do that at my house? No, when you're no. At my baby's? No one else's house. No. Okay. If you found a fingernail toenail some random place, it's it was Greg's. Not <laughs> it's Greg's. <laughs> Even if it has polish on it. Okay. <laughs> Dang it! Greg's been polishing his nails at night, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> Poor Greg. He just cannot even defend himself. He's not here. Okay, driving. Mm, oopsie. <laughs> This is not going to be good. <laughs> Turning without a signaling, without signaling. Okay, you know something? Then? I found out that it is not the law that you actually put on your signal when you're turning. For real? At at certain intersections or roads or whatever. However, I think it's really rude if you're right behind somebody and you're going along they're going along and then all of a sudden they just break and turn and you're like yeah. what yeah because you, you could get rear-ended 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't rear in them, I, the person behind you. It shouldn't be that close to begin True. with. I agree, but everybody is. But I know, but that, I always put on a signal just because I want the person behind me not to rear in me because I don't want to have my car put in the body shop forever. Yeah, exactly. What about when someone is turns in front of you? You know, like you, you want to know that they're, what their intention is. Like at an right. intersection, it's good if everybody knows where, especially a four-way. You're turning left, you're turning right, I'm going straight. And, and But you don't know. They're just sitting there without. I mean, why would anyone not flip on a turn signal? I mean, if you know you're going to turn, I understand. Lazy? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's a pet peeve of mine for sure. It's just a safety thing. How about that? Here we go. Oh, no. Now, drive, I think walking and driving correlate your style of how you walk and how you drive. <laughs> Therefore, no, that I am a rude, slow man. driver. That's just rude. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm right. I'm really okay, not. Okay, first of all, you're not a slow walker. When you got to pump it, you pump it. Yeah, I guess it's... Okay, now, slow you're driving... <laughs> now, once I <laughs> would rather... <laughs> Just have a root canal with zero Novocaine. I should ride in a car with you while you're driving. Because I would be like, I would have been there 15 minutes it's earlier. True. It's true. Or 30. Yeah, I 30. Know, depending. I don't, because, yeah. yeah. Whenever we're leaving one place in separate cars, <laughs> I'll meet you there. I use the bathroom. I wash my hands. I've got us a table. I've probably ordered something by the time you get there. Yeah. And I don't like being the snail <laughs> on the road. I really don't. I don't know. I guess I'm just um, overly cautious. Let's say that. I think that's good. But I'm a very good defensive driver. No, you're a great You driver. do know that. I do. I always feel safe I pay attention to everything that's going around, mm-hmm. like, everywhere around me. But I don't like to... I just want to get where I'm going. You're on a mission. Quick. I'm on a mission. <laughs> yes. Dang it. I understand. I'm going to have to slow down. No. And life, Maybe I period. just need to speed up. Maybe there's a happy medium somewhere. But I don't agree with, you know, if someone is going the speed limit or a little above and they're in the right-hand lane, people who tailgate and ride on you, that is not, that in the accomplishes right lane, nothing. It no. accomplishes nothing. I agree 100,000%. Yeah. And I know that the left lane is for passing, but sometimes you get in the left lane because you know you're going to exit to the left. Right. right. Okay, this one, I think I'm guilty of, even though I don't like it. I think I'm guilty of, I think a lot of people are. At some point in time, the definition of the word literally changed. <laughs> <laughs> The word literally means it actually happened. happened. And somewhere in time, the word l- virtually got replaced with literally. Because it's like, I almost, or I virtually died, you know, when I saw that thing that scared I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, what? People say, I literally died when I heard that noise that scared me to death. Well, you didn't literally die. You virtually died. Are you almost done? I know that you say literally. All the time. <laughs> but I think you use it correctly, don't uh, you? No, I don't think so. Oh, you don't? No. Did you know the definition of literally? Yeah, <laughs> now that you told me. Thank you. <laughs> no, I appreciate you. And you know what? I'm going to probably still use it yeah. with the wrong, like, 
in the wrong way yeah. because I do use literally a lot. Maybe um, I should just like replace it with like clearly. Oh, hmm. Can you give me an example of how you use hmm, it? Like clearly, I saw that happen. Instead of literally, I saw that happen. Well, I think that's okay. I think that's okay. I don't think you initially misuse it, but people use it in the terms of it couldn't be literally or you wouldn't be still standing here. Right. I mean, like, I, I literally died. Yeah. Okay, well, no, I, I really didn't die, but literally that just, like, made me laugh so hard. Yeah. I think that's okay. That's okay. okay. And even when someone uses it wrong, I just kind of... You know, I'm going to save my annoyance for something else. Okay. Because I know, know what you mean. Then I know you've had a lot of annoyance with me. No, I'm going to say it really, really doesn't annoy me that much. I just feel like somewhere it changed, you know. Okay. The well, di- then just correct me. I'm no, like, not you. Oh, my text messages. <laughs> I'm going to go wow. back and read them. I don't think you misused it. Okay, we're going to take a little break. We are not out of annoying things. And I'd say you probably have some we haven't touched on. Okay. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Hey, Tia, I'm going to see if you can guess the top five friendliest dog breeds. Let's see. (sighs) Okay, I would think a Labrador, maybe a standard poodle, uh, a Sheltie, Golden Retriever, and Huskies, because they're they're kind of really sweet. Yeah, they're very talkative. Okay, well, you actually did pretty good. I'm going to do a countdown from five to one. Number five is a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh. I don't really know anything about them. Do you know anything? Uh, no. Number four is the Newfoundland. Now, don't your neighbors have Newfoundland? Yes, they do. Yeah, big black dogs. Yes. Do you find them to be friendly? Not at all. <laughs> they want to eat my babies. <laughs> Number three is a standard poodle. Oh, well, Yay! good. You did it. Yay. Number two, golden retriever. Yes. You did it. So you've okay, got two. Okay, I've got two. Of, that's not bad. And number one. Labrador? Yes, you got it. Oh, way to go, <laughs> Tia. You're awesome. You really know your dogs. Well, if your dog didn't make the cut, I'm sure your dog, whatever the breed, is still your best friend. And I'll bet your pets will love you even more if you visit packleashes.com and surprise them with a new collar, leash, harness, or toy. Everything packleashes.com sells is high quality, long-lasting, and beautiful, too. Every time you make a purchase, you're providing two meals for sheltered animals. And for any purchase, $60 or more, you receive free shipping. Be sure to use our code DNT20 at checkout for 20% off your order. That's D as in Dina, A N D T as in Tia, 2 O. Packleashes.com, where durability meets fashion. Woof, woof, Dina. <laughs> okay, we're back. Let's see if there's some other things that really, really annoy us here. Okay, Tia, this will, you'll, as an OCD person, you'll identify with this. Leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Never happens at my house. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't. I mean. At my house, we don't wash the dishes until like a certain time of day. Like at the end of the day, we'll wash all the dishes or 
Maybe even the next day. But I think you immediately picked it up and washed it, and you said, this is the last time. No, I just, <laughs> no, I just put it in the dishwasher. Because oh, okay. the thing of it is, is, I mean, have you not seen the commercials? It's cheaper to just run the dishwasher because it uses less water than to continuously have your water on in your sink and wash dishes. Oh, okay. Because you wash them, and then you rinse them, then you put them up. Well... It's much more efficient and cost-effective just to run the dishwasher once a day. All right. Dog owners who take their dogs for a walk, but they leave the poopy behind. Uh, I mean, that, who wants to stop and step and poop? Nobody does. Nobody does. But the, the thing of it is, is like there are people that actually pick it up with the bags, put it in the bags, and then throw the bags on, like right beside the sidewalk that, we walk on. Yeah, where, where do they think it's going to go? I, I don't know. Some some great poop person is going to come and <laughs> clean up your own poop. I mean, that's just rude. And to then me, it would be better to leave the poop because that could eventually going to dissolve, you know, and go into the ground. But a plastic bag is not going to go. Exactly. And then people that walk their dogs that let them poop in your yard and don't take care of it. Yes. Mmm. See, that's not good. Yeah. Now, pee, you can't help the pee. No, but pee actually, like, makes a yard yellow. It does. Because it burns it, the grass. Yes, yeah. it does. And so, I, when Gregor and myself walk our dogs, like, we try to take them into, like, areas that are just common areas that it's nobody's yard or anything because i don't want to ruin somebody's bush or ruin somebody's grass Mm -hmm. and especially with like the poop i mean i'm gonna pick up my i'm not gonna leave my poop in somebody especially if they have children right because they're running around the yard and like oh my gosh mom i got poop on my feet (laughs) exactly exactly i mean that's just wrong i can speak to this because i am a professional dog walker and I keep my little green bags with me when mm-hmm. I walk a dog. And they'll poop. You know, I let them go up into people's yards. Not very far, but enough to where it's not like on concrete. You know, right. they get in the grass. So they will pee occasionally. And I do know that that burns the grass. But I don't really know. You know, I try to keep it on the median and the common area for them to pee. But sometimes their little leg will go up Absolutely. on a mailbox. And there's nothing I can do about it. And then when they poop, great. I pick it up, turn the bag inside out. And I'll tie it and like, tie it to my belt or mm-hmm. carry it. Then they have a second poop sometimes, and mm-hmm. I don't have that. You know, I'll have like one bag with me to walk them. So there's a little second poop. So what I do is I make a little stick. I stick a big stick into the poop. I take a leaf and put it in the top of the stick so it's a little flag. <laughs> and then I look around if anybody's around to let you know. I have marked this little mountain. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I'll take them back to their homes, and then I'll get in my car, and I'll come back and find the little flag, the little leaf blowing in the breeze, and I'll pick up the poop. But it's a marker for them to know, yes, I do plan to return and pick up the poop. Why I don't take two bags, just in case, I don't know. But so. I don't either. <laughs> because, um, like, packleashes.com uh-huh. actually gives you, like, a little thing that you can put, like, attach it to whatever, like yeah. your pants sweater put it in your pocket whatever and it's got like actually a row yeah it's a little cute little yeah it's adorable and you just pull it out and okay 
unless you are walking herd of <laughs> dogs, yeah. you're not going to run out of poop bags. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good product. Good product tie-in too, there, Tia. Good marketing. <laughs> Pessimism and complaining. Do you have that friend that no matter what you say, no matter what wonderful news you tell them, no matter what fun you're having together, they always find the negative? Like, uh, what's the character on Saturday Night Live? Um, Debbie Downer, I think is her name. <laughs> Do you have any Debbie Downers in your life without naming names? Mm-hmm. And see, I wasn't really loud. On. Yes. There's nothing. Nothing. Ever. <laughs> That's positive. Yeah. Everything is bad. This hurts. Oh, and this is happening. And there's a zero zilch nada yeah. of anything positive. Okay, you know something? I've had days that I felt down, but it, it could take me two seconds, literally, to... F- Oh, literally. There we went. The use perfectly fine. Okay. I can find someone that has it a zillion times worse than myself. Yeah. And so, you know, why these people make a conscious choice to just be negative all the time, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Because when I hang up, I'm like, uh, it's a, it drains you. It really does. It 1,000% yeah. just drains every kind of yum that you've had that day mm-hmm. or what you might even have that evening because you're just <laughs> like, wow, I am so stinking down. Yeah. Now, when you see their name on the phone, you think, oh, i got to gear up for this because I know it's going to be a drainer for me. They're going to suck all the life out of me. No. You've seen me go, oh, wait. Oh, I can't answer this now. I'm going to have to gear up for it. You yeah. watch me, yeah. haven't you? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like you're just talking to anyone. You're, you're a good friend. No, because sometimes, like, when those people, I'm like, well, I have to take a minute. <laughs> I don't need a glass of wine first. I'm going to have to... <laughs> Oh, I don't know, a glass of wine, an energy drink, or something <laughs> like to pep me up. Yeah, yeah. And I think they would be surprised that you would describe them that way. I think most people don't realize it's just a habit almost to, okay, i got to think of the bad thing, you know, to come out on that. And you can find something bad on any situation, you know, if you work hard enough at it. But there's just some people are in the practice of doing that. I don't think there's anything we can do with our friends like that. You know, just put up with them. And you just love them. The yeah. You just love them in spite of it. Because you know, the thing of it is, it makes me sad to think that every single time I talk to them, it's nothing but negativity. Yeah. You hope that their it life just, is happier than that. You hope. Yes. Yeah. Has it ever worked for you for someone to tell you to calm down? Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of... Doesn't it just make you more angry? That was a little bit of a joke. Why? <laughs> that's not really a question, is it? Apparently, that's a... You tell me to calm down, I'm going to go completely the opposite. <laughs> I'm, do not ever tell me to calm down. Yeah, I think it's dismissive. Especially if something is like... If I'm worked up, uh, it's because I need to be worked up. Uh-huh. And it's something that's like... <gasps> 
<sighs> yeah. And I can't take it. Yeah. And I mean, and don't tell me to calm down. Yeah. I know they want you to calm down because yeah, they don't want to have to deal with what you're saying. Okay. Well, let's just like. <laughs> Just, let's just blister my husband during this entire podcast. We love you, Greg. We truly no, love you. No, I love you more than anything, little one. But um, he does. He says, just calm down. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Just kiss. Mom. How about me taking, I don't know, a hammer and like hurting you by it? But don't tell me to calm down if I'm worked up about something. Yeah. Just talk me through it. Yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, because don't tell me to calm down. You that you don't. This isn't as important to, to me as it is to you. You know, this isn't that important. But if you're worked up, it's obviously important to that's you. That's a huge bam. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Just talk me through it. Don't tell me to calm down. Just let's just talk through it. Yeah. And then once I kind of do. I'm like, huh, why was I worked up that much about it <laughs> yeah. to begin with? Great questions, little <laughs> Dina. Thank you. Thank you. Children crying on planes. Neither <laughs> one of you. We've neither been blessed with a child, but so maybe we don't always understand. I think we're empathetic enough to put ourselves in that mother's or father's situation where the kid is crying. I mean, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you supposed to do? It's not like a restaurant where you can take the child and go outside. Movie theaters restaurants, um, any an event where you need to hear, mm-hmm. take your child outside. But well, a plane, what are you supposed to do? Jump out the side of the plane? <laughs> Open the emergency exit <laughs> and give me the camera. oxygen mask. <laughs> you got any parachutes? Yeah, duh. Okay, let me know something. You travel more than I do, so. Both of my, my niece and my nephew both had colic. Oh, no. And that, any mothers out there, no. How horrible that is. My sister, God love her, like had to deal with not one, but two colicky children. And so I don't care. You can put them on a dryer. You can take them for a ride. You can do whatever. But you take them out to a restaurant, it's like, or to church, or to whatever. It doesn't matter. They're just going to scream Mm -hmm. because they, they have colic. Yeah. Um. Did you say on put a, them on a dryer? Yes. What are you talking about? If you run the dryer, it's, it's warm, and you put them on a little blanket, and you put them on a dryer and turn it on, and that actually sometimes soothes them. Does it not, like, vibrate them off the edge? <laughs> You're standing there, Dina. You don't walk <laughs> off and leave the child. Okay. Really? Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh. Just imagine this little baby bouncing in her working its way I did not in the dryer. Okay. So on top of the dryer. On top of the dryer. Okay, okay, just for fun. Okay, and that was one of the places okay. where I interrupted you, but when you said, I don't care where it is, it's on the dryer. So, okay, okay, but see, you didn't. You interrupted me with something that was like. Okay, I thought others might be I mean, wondering. that was something that was important, and so I didn't really care. But I, I honestly hurt, and I feel for mothers that have children on planes, and they can't yeah. do it because, hello, my ears pop. You know those babies' ears pop, yes. and they're like going, "What the? I yeah, don't know what's no going what's on." Happening. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and I feel sorry for them. Does it make everybody else's? <laughs> 
miserable. Kind of unenjoyable. <laughs> That's an understatement because yeah. I've been on a five-hour flight mm. that a child was screaming to the top of the lungs. Yeah. And my husband has zero tolerance for it. I kind of understand, just, and although it's not enjoyable, but no. I just feel for them. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, just don't, don't, yeah. don't. You know, because the mom, you know, is embarrassed. Absolutely. She feels like everyone's staring at, at her. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it just is, it's it's hurtful. I mean, I think. So, um, yeah, that's where we can just use a little patience there and put our earbuds in and... <laughs> Breathe deep. Major <laughs> patience. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, someone tells you, they're, you're talking to them and they say, you look tired. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting enough sleep? I think that's rude. Unless it's, you know, your significant other Man, or your parent. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Really? <laughs> Dina. Have you ever this it? is probably like one of them giggles. <laughs> I promise. Because the very first time my husband saw me without makeup completely, he went, Pumpkin, are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> No. <laughs> Why? And he goes, Well, you just don't look good. And I'm like, Well, thank oh, wow. you very wow. much. Okay, because, I mean, I was completely without makeup. And You're the kind of person that goes to bed, or you wait till your husband goes to bed before you take your makeup no. off? No. Okay. I mean, when we were dating, that was the very first time he had seen me without makeup. Okay. Because I was actually in the bathroom getting ready. Okay. And so I was like, putting on my makeup but it was before i had it on obviously <laughs> and he was like pumpkin are you not feeling well i went oh god and then, okay and for everybody out there listening um you know something there are people that like look gorgeous like clean faced no makeup whatsoever my sister's one of those people i mean my niece is one of those people dina Mm -mm. is one of those people literally that need zip zero cindy is one of those people that absolutely need zero nothing nada on their face to just look beautiful i'm not one of those people because (laughs) like i could Actually, wash my face, have zero makeup, and go out for Halloween. Just for fun. (laughs) And I would scare most of the little children. I would. And Dina, you know it as well as I know it. And you know what? I'm trying to think if I ever saw it. You're trying to be. Yeah, you have. Have I? Well, see, it didn't make an impression on me. Well, then maybe you haven't. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, How about being added to group chats without without being asked? <laughs> Bad answer. Uh, um, no, I uh, no. Have I gotten you in some group things you'd like to get out of? Because I no, can pick because you I mean the thing we've never had a group. I don't think. Yeah, but ever. I've been in groups where you know it was in, around an event and it made sense for us all to coordinate, and then after it was over, it wasn't dissolved. So at two o'clock in the morning, I hear a little blip, then I keep my phone by my bed and I'll look and it'll be like, "Is anybody up?" You know, it turns into a 
mm, everyday chit-chatty little thing. And once you remove yourself on my phone, you can remove yourself and it'll say, Dina has left the chat. That's Dina. what it does on iPhone. Okay. So that that's a little tricky thing. I try to do it in the middle of the night. Dina has left the building. <laughs> And the phone <laughs> and everything in it. Yeah. I'd say don't add anyone unless you ask them first and it's pertaining right. to something that they they want to do. And if you don't want to be in it, just scoot your little butt out and mm-hmm. just see what happens. All right. Uh, one-upping people's stories. This kind of comes from when I was talking about interrupting, where I'll interrupt. Like somebody will say, I met this celebrity, blah, 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 blah. And I'll say, oh, my gosh, I did too. When I met him, I went to dinner with him. You know, it's like I'm not trying to one-up it. It's just... I'm a one-upper, but I don't mean to be a one-upper. I've had a lot of crap happen to me in my life. <laughs> I've done a lot of things. So, therefore, people think I make up stuff sometimes. Okay. I'm like, oh, uh, I did that once. Oh, I used to do that for a living. Oh, yeah, I used to be. <laughs> Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you brought this one up. Because this one is fun. Because I don't know of anybody... I'm, I'm not. I'm. I will not include celebrities or anything like that you've met mm-hmm. along the way because I, 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 we've really not even discussed that. But I don't know that there's anybody in the United States of America and abroad that could ever one up you on anything that's happened no. to you. I don't know whether it was with an octopus, a bear, a convertible popcorn i don't know i could go on and on and on however the thing that i understand what your question was but i don't there's nobody ever that could one-up you on (laughs) thing because i remember listening to your stories going what that actually happened to you and you were just like well yeah and i as if it were nothing and i'm like Oh my gosh. But people that want to, like, I know what you're going for okay. on this okay. one. Like, well, you know something? I, uh, let's just say, I went to Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then somebody would say, well, I've been to Europe like 87 times. And yeah. then I want to go, Good for you. Yeah. yeah I saw up. everything I needed to see the one time I went. And <laughs> so I didn't need to go yeah. 86 more times yeah. just for fun. Yeah. You know, and or the most deplorable thing happened to me the other day. And then somebody wants to top it. Why yeah. do you want to top Something that was already deplorable. Yeah. Why do you for want to summer? win the horrible contest? The most horrible right. contest. Exactly. Yeah. How stinking rude yeah. and weird is that? Yeah. I think if you follow up, like if you said you'd been to Europe, and I, I would say, oh, really? What was that? Which part did you enjoy? I've gone before too. Did you enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be stupid to not to say that you've been if you've been to Europe too. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But. Ask a follow-up question before you include your No, if, if somebody says, well, I've done X, mm-hmm. whatever X is, and I have not experienced it at all, what all I want to do is go, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. Tell me about it. Because yeah. I have never 
ever done anything like that yeah. or experienced anything or been there, oh, please just tell me all about it. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to one-up you. I mean, mm-hmm. even if we've been to the same exact place, mm-hmm. what, what did you like about it? What did you experience about yeah. it? And then, in hopes that they would say, well, I mean, how about you? Because yeah. I think that is actually listening yes. to people and actually wanting to know about somebody's right. experiences. Right. Because you, if you just keep your mouth shut long enough, you might learn something. Exactly. You're not going to learn anything by speaking. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Okay, we're run out of time here. We've gone way over. There's just so many freaking annoying things. I'll tell you one more, and then if there's anyone that really bugs you that I haven't covered, then you can uh, bring that up. How about when someone tells you a spoiler of a movie or a show that you haven't <laughs> watched yet? And my mother, I love you, Mom. My mom will say, you ought to watch this movie on Hulu. We have all the streaming services. So she say, oh, I don't know a movie. You need to watch this. And I'll say, okay, don't tell me anything about it. I'll take your recommendation. I'll watch it. Now, remember, even though he dies, he will come back at the end. Don't worry. Don't be upset. <laughs> I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm not watching it, Mom. You know. No, that I, I no, yeah, no, I, I refuse. Matter <laughs> of fact, I will not talk <laughs> to any of my friends that are watching the same show, especially like competition things that you got to catch up Hello. on. Hello, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 because yeah, you DVR a lot of Oh no, no, I DVR everything. Yeah, yes, I do. I just don't like commercials. So oh. you're having to avoid the results of competition reality shows because you know you haven't caught up yet. So you probably stay off the internet so you don't see spoilers. Oh, absolutely. And, all and then somebody spoils it for you. or Oh, no, it. I won't even allow it. I won't even talk to them. <laughs> okay. Like, if they call and I'm like, if they've, if, especially if they've been to the doctor or whatever, yeah. okay, tell me about your results. But after that, we're hanging up because... <laughs> Um, I watched American. I Night. do not <laughs> want you to tell me what happened on the Voice. So stop it. Yeah, quit. <laughs> exactly. And, and then I've got a friend that she just can't help herself, and she'll text me. I won't even look at her text. Like, <laughs> nope. She can't help herself because she wants to say, "Well, so and so is really good, but." I know you're going to like X better. And I'm oh, going, no. I know so you and like I, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, more. well, it took me one time to get that. So now I'm not going to look at her tax. <laughs> Just say, nope, not going to. Yeah. I think some people get off on that. I know something you don't know kind of thing. And they're grinning and they're wanting to tell you. And I know, but not on TV shows oh, and stuff. Crazy. Especially like the ending of uh, it yeah why yeah. would you do that yeah or they'll even say you're not gonna like the ending uh, but i'm not gonna tell you but you're not yeah, gonna like thanks. the endings <laughs> well we all know what that means because you've discussed it before right. okay so those are the most popular ones there's some more here that i skipped over is there anything that comes to mind that we didn't mention <laughs> that really bothers you no because my biggest biggest one was actually the very first thing that you brought up i've already forgotten what it was um <laughs> you have to. You <laughs> made me so proud. Okay, um, is about chew like the, the chewing, chewing, like bad table manners. Yeah, make me crazy. Chewing with your mouth open with gum. 
Oh gum, I just skip over that like Stop. Like nah, 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 yeah. nah, oh, I wanna just slap and go, <laughs> Really? Did your mom not teach you any better? Choose <laughs> mouth clothes. I mean really and I may be guilty of that because I'm trying to Oh no, I will slap you. Okay, so I'll know when you slap Oh no you Oh no I promise. <laughs> All right. I just want to say going over these a lot of them I hadn't even thought of, but many of them bother me too. But like with friendships, you know, you have to put up with crap and with I know you put up with my slow walking you know I'm going to get there eventually if you're in the store I will be there eventually mm -hmm. and I will try not to take offense that you've just left me in a parking lot to walk by myself through the dark because you're already getting us our table which is very helpful <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think we're good for each other is what I'm trying to say I think we meet in the middle to an almost normal well-functioning Mentally stable human being holding together. <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't go that far. I don't know if we're mentally like there, but you know something. I think that your yumness like brings my yumness out, and vice versa. And I am just that's a gratitude. I am so grateful for your friendship. Oh, period. I feel the same way. I Honestly, I love you. And I love you. <laughs> okay. We'll be back for a little tea time. We would love to hear from you. Leave your questions or comments on our voicemail by visiting our website at dinaandtia.com. Your message may be played on the show. You can find our Instagram and Facebook links there too. Again, that's dinaandtia.com. Thanks for listening. I want to spend a little time talking about patience. God knows I could use a huge dose of it myself. It's important in our lives. We have to be patient in our marriages, with our children, our friends, and sometimes we even have to be patient when we're saving up for a car or a TV or whatever we'd really like. Even more serious, we all know that person who's so concerned that they're never going to find the perfect mate or whatever the case, and so they tend to force it in making bad decisions. Well, we all know how that kind of goes. Patience is defined as a capacity to accept or tolerate delay, troubles, or suffering without getting angry or upset. We snap at our husband, our child, a friend, run out and buy that car and extend ourselves with an unnecessary loan. So what can we do? We all need patience in life. Sometimes we just run out of it. I've been reading about patience and stumbled across six keys to developing patience that we can apply to our lives. One, expect challenges. Two, go slow to go fast. Three, create space in your life. Four, find a soft place in your heart. Five, see the big picture. And six, practice patience. By having more patience in our lives, we can improve our ability to accept setbacks and enjoy life much more. Our marriages, our children, our friends, and just being happy with what God has given us instead of what we don't have. Patience enables us to analyze things and situations beyond their face value. Patience gives us 
inner peace, and the ability to keep smiling despite the challenges that life throws at us. God teaches us patience in Romans 5. We glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and with character, hope. Perseverance can take a lot of patience, staying the course that God has set for us. You know what? Why don't let's all start trying to have a little more patience? I certainly know I could use some.